Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app. Make sure to subscribe, hit that like button, and leave us a five-star review. I'm your host, Michaela Perkins, and joining me today is Derek Montia, Tirsten Soussel, and Sean DePaz. And we are stoked because baseball is almost here. But before we get into the show, I want to dedicate today's show to Miss Marlene. She is not going to be joining us for this opening day, but she is in our hearts and we love her so much. So Miss Marlene, this show is for you. Shout out to Chris. We love you so much and we wish more than anything, Miss Marlene could be here for opening day. Love you, mom. How are you guys doing? What's up? Uh, you guys excited for I'm opening ex- day? I'm so excited. I Baseball. never thought this day would be here. It, it feels like the lockout, the off season, everything lasted way longer than it really did. It really wasn't as much of a delay, right? The season is starting one week later than it normally would have, but it still feels like it's uh it's a lot of time we missed for some reason. I'm just ha- I'm just happy it's here. I checked out during all the negotiation. A lot of people <laughs> did. Yeah. So for me it's just like seems totally no- normal. Like, oh, baseball's here right. because I was like I just cannot handle this entire off-season ordeal and whenever baseball comes it comes and like you said it really hasn't been pushed back that long so right it and, normal and spring training we still got spring training and i think that was the important thing like right. people would have been much angrier about the situation had spring training needed to be canceled or adapted to some sort you of know thing what people where are fans... angry about those dang prices for tickets they are a lot crazy of, a lot of complaints about the spring training prices of tickets and then like the stadiums were all empty because nobody's gonna pay i don't know what the price 15 dollar lawn tickets that's all i need that's <laughs> myself a blanket <laughs> well i'm saying well it's it's she's right though it's short-sighted yeah. right you're you have an uh, an empty stadium that could be filled with people if you made the tickets and then the park more accessible people are going to drop a ton of money once they get there so it's you know it's more about getting people in the ballpark and having yeah. them come out and be able to afford not only the tickets but to buy like lunch and and beers and enjoy the whole experience yeah, yeah for sure sean are you excited for some baseball oh, yeah i got to my first spring training game ever uh, this year, last ever? year, really? ever, because I live in New York, so yeah. I, I had oh, never right. been to okay. spring training. I forgot how much I miss baseball. Yeah, the sounds. <laughs> I got I had a beer and a hot dog, and yeah. I got Jack. Uh, it was um, what is this? Cubs Park. Why am I forgetting Sloan, Sloan. Park? Sloan, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sloan Park. It was Cubs D backs rocking my Serpiente's jersey there for the go. first time Ooh, this year. That was, jersey's uh, clean. I, oh, I. <laughs> I, like I said, I forgot how much I, I missed baseball. Yeah. And then I, I got a little taste of all the sounds and the smells. And that's, mmm. Yes. Jacked. It's, I know. It's, too. you know, like I know other sports are played outside. It's not right? the same. It's but not the same. There's, it's just not. There's just something about it. And you're right. I got, I, I felt my blood pumping when I just went out there to see them do their minor league mini camp. And they divided guys up into, you know, sandlot teams almost <laughs> and had them playing against each other. And just to see them like, Oh wait, we're going to see an actual pitcher throwing to a batter right now. This is this is awesome. Yeah. This is so good, right? So, but spring training's different. Spring training's not really about the baseball as no. much as it's about that being like the background for the good times you're yeah. having, right? Yeah. Well, before we get too far into opening day talk, we are doing a watch party at the Ainsworth on opening day. We are so excited for this. You can RSVP if you go to our Twitter account at PHNX underscore sports or at PHNX underscore Diamondbacks. 
The fun starts at three o'clock. We will be broadcasting live. Derek and I will both be there broadcasting Look at live. Phoenix. Did you see Phoenix? I know. Hat? He's so cute. Shoes. His little oh hat. Um, we're also going to be dropping out. an exclusive t shirt. And I've seen the shirt. It is it's incredible, awesome. you guys. Really you good. do not want to miss out on this shirt. It is so good. So make sure you RSVP. Come join us. Come hang out with us. The whole PHNX fam will be there. Like sure. I said, we'll be broadcasting live. And then if you want to go to the game, the Ainsworth is right across the street from Chase Field. That's so right. you can head over to Chase Field right after or our show. If you don't have tickets already, come over and watch the game with us. We'll be there. We'll be hanging out. It'll be yep. just it'll be just as good as being there. It'll I be a great, great time. Um, I'm super excited for opening day. I think it should be a national holiday. How do yes. you guys feel about that? I, I think it absolutely we should all have it off. And I've had people like <laughs> want me to write them notes to get off their, you know, away from work. It's that's not gonna yeah. work. Yeah. I, I don't have that kind of authority. How do you feel about it? Do you think it should be a national holiday? Everybody has it off from work? I mean, I I, I like that. I think kids should have school off too and give yeah. them an opportunity to go out to the yeah. ballpark. I remember one of like my best childhood memories was skipping school to go see CC Sabathia <laughs> pitch in Cleveland. And like, I'll never forget that. And that was like a big <laughs> moment, right? You were trying to like, you know, like help with the sport. I think it's like it helps everybody when baseball is a popular sport. Younger sure. generations give them the day off, an option to go to the ballpark for opening day. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Sean, what do you Hot think? Hot take. It should not be a national holiday. <gasps> and listen, wait, because go. because. If it's a national holiday and everyone has off, you remove the magic of getting to skip school or leave work uh, to go to opening day. So right. especially when I was young, miss, like leaving school early to go to opening day for a AAA baseball team, like that was magical. So if you yeah, maybe that's holiday, why it was magical for yeah, me. It was you, because you, you're like skipping I school. skipped school and yeah. it was like ha ha ha. Like everyone else is in school. And like I'm at I'm at a game. Yeah, hundred so percent makes it better. I th- yeah. I mean, but I guess it's not the same when you're an adult because you can't just. Work is a little more important. You yeah. can't just skip work for. I mean, Sean was telling us a story um, about how he used to take Greyhound buses to baseball games, and it kind of <laughs> blew my mind because yeah. I thought we were a little bit older than taking Greyhound buses. I thought maybe like an Uber, or I don't know, like an, a taxi, an Uber, an Uber from Buffalo, New <laughs> yeah, York, New York City. It's eight hours. Oh yeah, that's a bad idea. Never mind. I was seventeen in high school, and I didn't have a car. I didn't have much of a choice if I wanted to see baseball, which I really wanted to do. I, I had to take the Greyhound to the train. I just my like that's like, would never let me. Oh my god, Greyhound. no, mine yeah. either. Yeah, I just like that's such like an outdated. Like that's something my grandma did. My grandma would take the Greyhound bus. Buses still operate, <laughs> buses, believe it or not. They're still a thing. And you do people really ride the bus? Yes, I yes. took one to Las Vegas not too long ago. Really? It's super ridiculously cheap. cheap. It's yeah. like fourteen dollars. It's, it's cheaper than me driving. It's like there the, it's like the cheapest money. form of transportation that you can get, really. Yeah, huh. um, but you have you're 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 you're. You're bending you're getting their will. You. You're you're taking a twelve hour drive that would normally take you four, but that's that's the cost. Of, no, thank you. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. No. and buses not are not normally the the most comfortable, cleanest, the cleanest form of transportation. No. Um, so it's something I only <laughs> did when I had like fifty bucks in my bank account and I was seventeen years old, um, and I could eat McDonald's five times a, there you go. a, a week and not feel any consequences from it i don't know if i could do it now i relate to that a lot <laughs> charles Waddell pike saying probably paying more for the uber than the baseball Correct. ticket yeah. okay no, in that. fairness i didn't realize it was that far away um <laughs> definitely don't uber eight hours new york's a big state <laughs> from side to side yes very big but yeah another um, story i would to, i went to a uh, pittsburgh game it's three hours away um ran into like standstill traffic because there was construction and i may or may not have had to drive a hundred miles an hour down the interstate to get to the game on time it was a great game though may and did i know that (laughs) um it was i saw kershaw pitch in pittsburgh Ooh, Um, that's pretty cool it was was 
That was a pretty cool experience. Matt Cuff saying, my mom used to be dropped off at Bush Stadium with $5 and it lasted the whole day. Yep. Wow, that is a time long gone. Yeah. Um, Bush Stadium is incredible. That We were just talking about that earlier before the show. That's one of the stadiums I've been to and it is amazing. It's so cool, that ballpark. We used to get dropped off to spring training games as kids and the same thing, like like just let out at the front door and given <laughs> enough money for like yep. a ticket and we'd have like some pens given to us and a baseball or two so we could get autographs. And yeah, that's uh, but that's that's I why I had like a sheltered child. At, well, I, I did have a sheltered child, <laughs> helicopter um, parents, but there was like no like oh we'll just drop you off. Somewhere. Yeah, especially if I was like in my teens, my mm. parents were on my butt. Yeah, like needing to know. Like think assuming just assuming that if I was going to go to a game, there would be a boy there, and that was off limits, and so I just like couldn't do anything. I was a nerd and there. a goody two shoes, <laughs> so my mom trusted me with everything. I could basically do whatever I want, but I didn't do anything bad because, like I said, I was a goody two shoes. I just feel like I grew up in a different time than everybody. Also when fair. I was ten years old, yeah, my Dick dad old. dropped me off at Universal <laughs> Studios by myself to go hang out for the day. That's kind of the childhood that I lived in, and I wasn't the only kid that I met there that day doing that same See, thing. See the. the my parents wouldn't let me do that kind of stuff, but they would drop me off at the airport and like let me fly by myself across the country. <laughs> yeah, and be to like, like a family member's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, have fun. See you in a week. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. bye. This flight attendant will take care of you <laughs> yeah. for the next four hours. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a small diversion from opening day talk because I feel like we have to talk about this tweet that we put out yesterday. So we were thinking about um, all of these Arizona sports legends and we wanted to put them at tables and you can only pick one table to sit at. So you have to be very careful with your choice. And it basically blew up on Twitter. People were very passionate about this. Mm. I didn't realize for it. Well, I knew how many legends were in Arizona and have played for Arizona sports teams, but people were super amped about this whole thing. So I want to get your guys's take on which table out of all these tables you would sit at. If you're listening to this audio version, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to go over to you're YouTube have to reference the and watch or go to Twitter and reference the tweet because there are just too many names to read out. But if you had to pick a table to sit at that was full of uh, Arizona sports legends, what table would you go to? I know, uh, Sean, you probably have yours picked out. Oh, yeah. No, I picked mine yesterday. Um, honorable mention to, I think it was eight, Donor, um, DeAndre, and Adia Barnes. Yes. Huge fan of Adia Barnes, even though she's a wildcat. But I chose number three, uh, Chris Paul, Dehoff, and Didier Drogba. Listen, if you're not a soccer fan, you might not know who Didier Drogba is. One of the He's one of the greatest soccer players of all time. And outside of the, the scope of... Arizona sports he's significantly more popular than everyone else on this list but he is like a legend in soccer and Chris Paul is might be my favorite basketball player of all time yeah um and D-Hop's cool too I guess D-Hop is the sides to the surf and turf that is that table I don't know man that is three very competitive individuals that I think it's you're gonna see like a lot of money gambled on like a paper Trust, football I'm about it. game or something like <laughs> they're just gonna me? get into an argument that was about me. something uh, that, which is why you fit in with that table I don't know I'm putting if I if it's teams though I'm taking that 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 table would be anybody any other team any other table in basically oh, any see, competitive? I wasn't, I wasn't assessing it by. I wasn't either, but just thinking losses. about it. Yeah, that's a good. That's now that we're now that you got me in like a competitive mindset. See exactly though, right? Right? I didn't. That's Sean's where you went. thinking about war. Who yeah. you want to battle with? <laughs> right. Mallory's asking if she can push all the tables together. That's a great idea, but like no, that idea. that's cheating. Oh, However, yeah. that would be epic. That would be like the best. 
lunchtime. <laughs> or put me at the table with Randy Johnson and I'm just screaming food fight because that's a dub. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Um, Charles Waddle Pike saying the Coyotes fan in me wants to be at eight, but I probably would go one. If you're watching now and you're in the chat, let us know what table you would sit at. We definitely want to include you in the show. If you're watching on Twitter, head over to YouTube and jump in on the chat so you can watch along with us and comment along. Let us know what table you would sit at. Cheerson, what table would you go to? Um, I'm going nine. Okay. Which was Larry Fitzgerald, Tyler, Tyler, Skylar Diggins-Smith, and Monty Williams. I thought that was like probably the most popular one on Twitter yesterday. That was like... That was my, that was one of my, I, I narrowed it down to my top three and then was like, no, this isn't even close. Like, this is a table I would sit at. I'm going to be a better person walking away from that table Correct. after mm-hmm. the fact. The yeah. Exact like, same, I will I have learned a logic. life lesson and will have, like, probably have experienced a paradigm shift while I was at that table. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you would, like, want to run through a brick wall after that conversation. <laughs> it's just the epiphanies you would have after that would change yes. your life. You would literally yeah. look at things completely differently after you yeah. walked away from that table. Yeah. Larry the Legend is obviously a legend. Monty Williams is so wise. And then Skylar Dickens-Smith is probably one of my favorite basketball broadcasters to listen to. She is so good at analyzing the game and commenting and on what's happening. And they've all had, like, they've all done so many things in life outside yes. of just sports. Playing, yeah. And it's like, they're all, not that I'm not, not saying that everyone else isn't educated, but they're like highly educated, mm-hmm. highly in tune with themselves, with like everything from money to business to relationships. Like those are some quality people. Yeah. I'm not saying that other the other people aren't. Just yeah, that's my list. No, yes. I'm with you 100%. I mean, I think you would walk away feeling shame for having cryptocurrency after hanging out with them. <laughs> It would be like, what do you mean you're not investing in your 401k? Let's talk about this. Um, Hold uh, on. Get out a notepad. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> Charles Waddle Pike saying, the Coyotes fan in me wants to sit at eight, but I would probably go with one. One was a really one, uh, popular table. Best dress table on yeah, there. For Wait, sure. CTT and Devin, and Devin Booker. Yes. Throw me on that Devin table. Booker, Luis Gonzalez, Charlie Turner Thorne. Um, I could talk to Charlie Turner Thorne by herself all day, any day. That woman is a legend. Awesome. Um, Matt Huff saying, if we could flip Phil and Luis Gonzalez, table one is by far the one for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, eh, why are you we getting can, rid of but... Luis Gonzalez here, pal? <laughs> Luis I Gonzalez mean, is a legend. I'm going to say, he's like, a great they're... person to speak with. Too. Yeah, he has he a great is. personality. He's just mm-hmm. a really nice guy. And I will say, as being so, like, I just, that's like a hero to me, right? Yeah. And so the fact that that man, uh, knew my name one day when I wasn't wearing my badge, made me feel all sorts of special inside. I'm not a person who's at Chase Field very often, right? And I'm not a person who has conversed with Luis Gonzalez. I haven't. I don't have these interviews with him where we have this really personal relationship. The fact that that man remembers my name goes to show how much he like cares about people. Mm-hmm. He, re- yeah. he he met you one time. He remembers your name. He doesn't need to look at your badge. You. We've all had that happen where someone blatantly looks at your badge to remember, like what you know, name That's tag you're wearing. Every time. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'm like, trust oh, me, I'm hi, the same way. Greg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I get it, um, but. That's why I think he's just a really special quality individual. Yeah, Chris going table one, two. Motion saying table seven. Cool. Okay, Derek, what, are you picking nine then? Yeah, Is I'm also table? picking nine. Okay. That was my selection as well. Um, I have to pick mine. I think oh, this was so tough. I really, I think out of all the people, like as an individual, the person I'd have, want to have a conversation with the most, most is Mikhail Bridges, just because his personality is unlike anything else. 
But I think table six is low-key underrated. Diana Taurasi is probably one of the funniest people on the face of the planet. And her, Kurt Warner, and Bobby Hurley would probably have that would be a, great story. Interesting a dynamic. wild yeah. conversation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I would honestly sure. just not even say anything. I would just sit there and listen the whole time because, I mean, those people, the personalities on them is just hilarious. Also so. five, like an all-time good guy table. J.J. Watt, Steve Nash, and Tommy Lloyd. Yeah. yeah. It's a solid one. Yeah. Tommy uh, Lloyd is just, a gem of human. There's somebody at every table to me that I'm like... I don't know about how good conversation would be with that person <laughs> there. Like, there's something awkward about yeah. the mix of these like three table individuals. Two. Right, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely table two. I think I just realized that Kurt Warner is probably – I feel like I've met a, a lot of athletes. Kurt Warner is, like, still on my list of athletes that I – or former athletes that I have yet to meet that's yes. like – I have to meet this person. Yeah, for sure. Um, Matt Cuff saying, Phil is a party, though. Yes, Phil Mickelson is a party. Golf can be a party sometimes when it's happening in Scottsdale. But I've got great news for you guys. Golf season is in full swing. So get in on the action on the course with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet just $5 on golf's first major and get $25 in free bets for every birdie Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round. Uh, did I say his name right? Neil DeChambeau. DeChambeau. Oh, DeChambeau. yes. I don't watch golf. I'm totally exposing myself. So I <laughs> apologize sincerely to Bryson if I just butchered your last name. Um, I think I golf think we all puts just me said to it sleep. Bryson DeChambeau. I say DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. But you say DeChambeau? DeChambeau. DeChambeau. Mm, okay. Well, sure. Whatever. We'll go with that. Um, anytime he sinks a birdie in the first round, you'll get $25 in free bets. That's a lot of birdies. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lot of birdies. Too <laughs> All right. Jogging Sportsbook is the top rated sportsbook app, and there are a ton of ways to bet on golf. Get even closer to what's happening in the tournament and bet on who will win in golf's first major single round matchups and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash literally whenever you want, which is probably one of my favorite things about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 and win $25 in free bets for every one of Bryson's birdies in the first round. Join the action for golf's first major with code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and up only. Arizona only. Gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Hello. All right, let's talk about some opening day. I'm so excited, you guys. I cried this morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even opening day yet. Um, We got one more sleep. I cried because it's like Christmas morning or Christmas Eve today um, for me, and I love baseball more than probably life itself. You're going to wake up tomorrow and be an absolute train wreck. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm going to be so excited, you guys. come out to the Ainsworth sobbing with makeup running down your face. If you see me me crying at the Ainsworth tomorrow, no, you didn't. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited. I love baseball more than life itself. And... uh, our friends at CHGO, our sister station in Chicago, did this pod, this theme on their uh, Chicago sports podcast last week, and it ex- inspired me to do it this week because I think it's a great topic. Basically, we're going to be building our ideal opening day routine, so the food that we would pick throughout a baseball game. And I'm really excited because all of us have different answers, and all of them I think are valid. So I'm excited to hear what the people watching with us think. If you're in the chat. Play along with us. Let us know what you would select for each category. And then also tell 
us what you think is the best out of all these options. Obviously, when we go to opening day, we have to get a beer right away. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I head straight for the alcohol when I get inside yeah. a ballpark. Yeah. That's a general rule, find I alcohol, think. Then find your seat. I need right? a tall boy in my in my hand. Yes. You know what? Can I, just say, can I just say something about the tall boy? They get warm before you get to finish it. And That's honestly, true. I would rather have a smaller can. I agree. Well, so... I should, I should, damn, I should have chose it. But I was going to say the best part about D bags games are the $4 cores. So you get a little Ooh. cup of $4 cores. Flawless. I mean, they have some great value items. They actually yeah. have stuff for $2.99 this season, like hot dogs and popcorn yep. and things like that. So you can never argue with the value there. But I'm with you. Uh, those, those go really fast, though. My problem with that That's is true. the consecutive trips back and forth yes and the yeah. limitation to how many i can fit in my hand when i'm going back to the seat if you right? bring a koozie a tall boy koozie it'll keep it colder for Ooh, you for the whole game uh, i have not thought about that because honestly i've gotten to a point that's a pro tip that's a pro tip i've a point where i'm like i look forward to the warm half of the beer because it's just like it's part of the experience oh, no. beer getting warm is crazy to me do you guys not drink it before it's what? I don't <laughs> that's know. also fair Derek's in the outfield like pounding tall boys about your one that's warm here no <laughs> i think the bigger thing is to scout out what you have in your area yeah, uh, yeah. by where your seats are right yeah. like so even if you're not grabbing a beer right away you need to know where the beers are mm -hmm. and what kind you can get. You can be limited, right? Like there are some beer stands that only serve two kinds of drafts and you might not like yeah. either one of them. You right? got to scout it out. But I always personally head for the alcohol before I sit down. Um, I don't know if that, I'm glad it's not just me. I'm glad you guys do that too. Cheerson, what is your ballpark beer choice of choice? Um, I would say shock top. I'm slightly distracted trying to figure out Bryson DeChambeau's pronunciation. <laughs> oh, she wants she's still stuck on that. Listen, I've, I've, well, I have said it in highlights for three years, oh, and I'm like, uh, did I for three years say something wrong? I don't know. I'm very curious <laughs> if it's DeChambeau or DeChambeau, and um, I don't know. Maybe somebody. Is this can, like, a potato potato kind of situation or no? No, because no. So, I mean, he, no, he probably... uh, you need to pronounce pronounce it, and that's like somebody calling me Kirsten. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's probably like DeChambeau. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, tell okay. us about your shock top. Right. We're going. I'm gonna go with shock top. Um, I actually prefer Blue Moon, but I feel like at ballparks they have shock top over Blue Moon. Okay. So I end up going with shock top. Yeah, or at least the Blue Moon sells out really quickly, and then shock top's like the only thing that's. I always left. feel like I have a hard time finding it. I just really? feel like shock top's more prevalent. Well, I, that segues yeah. into Sean's beer of yeah, the ballpark. No, I have been there plenty of time. Um. I, I am a Blue Moon person as well. I'm pretty sure at D-backs games you can get Blue Moons, but when I was at Sloan Park last week, I had a shock top because there was no Blue Moon. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But I'm pr I think you can get D uh, Blue Moons at D-backs games regardless. I think Blue you Moon, can. I've seen them there. Blue Moon, shock yeah. top, kind of the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, they're both um, Belgian wheat beers, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So Blue Moon's better. Blue Moon's my go-to. I just flawless. And you can't get the full experience of getting it in a cup with the, the orange slice. Right, but right. when you get it in the cup, or when you get in a can, it's still, it's high. Derek, what did you pick as your uh, ball game beer? It's my new, it, this is more about being in the spirit of the baseball game <laughs> rather than actually enjoying it more than other beers. Uh, much like, you know, uh, the, the shamrock shake from McDonald's around, you know, St. Patrick's Day, disgusting. right? It might, it's oh. disgusting, but you still have to have one at times. Uh, I like the rattle on red ale from Four Peaks, which is relatively new and it's something that you can get. Uh, You're such a homer. Yeah, uh, you picked that because this? of the design Dude, on the can. Rattle on red <laughs> ale from Four Peaks. It's a delicious red ale that you can get available at your local supermarket oh as well. Oh my god! By the way. Are you uh, on the 
I'm sorry. Wait. No free sponsorship. <laughs> you guys aren't sponsored by it. But, uh, it's it's a, it's a new beer, and again, it's kind of just in the spirit of things. Uh, I I haven't seen it on tap anywhere besides Four Peaks and at the ballpark. You want to so share that's your the, promo code? Uh, <laughs> promo code D E R E K or uh, the mayor, all one word, over at Four Peaks. The check hit this morning. Um, right. Giselle in the comments saying, "I just go for the Michelada. Michelada's are that's very a, good. That's a solid selection. Also, what's up, Giselle? Hi, Queen. I love you. That's right. um, nice She's to see you in the comments." Uh, that's a great choice. My ballpark beer of choice, it's because I'm a Colorado girl, so I'm selling myself out. I'm a hazy IPA kind of girl, mm. and Four Peaks and the Diamondbacks are in sponsorship this year, so they've got a really cool Four Peaks like brewery patio that's thing right. where you can get Four Peaks beer. And the hazy IPA is on the menu, so I'm going to be um, pretentiously sipping on my IPAs <laughs> I do have sitting to say, at the baseball game. I always feel pretentious when I – like they go through the list, and I'm like, just stop. What IPAs do you have? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm the same. What are you? Yeah. I was drinking the hazy, hazy IPA yesterday. Yeah, yeah me too. Really yeah, but I'm I'm very much like a, I, I, the local flavor type thing. So like when I'm at Pittsburgh, I drink Yingling. Okay, yeah, like yeah. I, I yeah. it depends on where I am. It's getting in the mood of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's kind of like the way that the Diamondbacks have the versus dog, and people were upset about them like catering to opposing fans. And my thought is like. All right, well, one, so what? Who cares? We need to get as many people in that yeah. building as possible. But two, like, I don't know. We all get to eat it. It's not just for opposing fans. So, like, their Padres dog is a delicious, like, Tijuana dog with jalapenos on top. That mm. That's for everybody. That's yeah. not just for Padres fans. So okay. we should just be happy we're getting that variety, right? Yeah. Um, Mac have blowing our minds here with the facts. Mac always comes with the facts. I think it's because yeah. he's his name is also Mac, like mine. So we're just, like, smart, you know? <laughs> Shock Top is a Bush brand. Cubs Stadium is all Bush brands. Ah, there you go. Makes sense. I did not think about that or put that together, but that I makes sense. I knew that had to be a thing. Yeah. Where they literally don't have both. Yeah. 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 I knew that was a thing. So then they probably well, it depends have... on like sponsorship because they can't no, have both. I, I've been I'm telling places. you, if there's Shock Top, there is no Blue Moon. I I'm talking I about on draft. Like... No, in Canada, I've in had like because the only time I've ever had shock top is at a baseball or is in a situation where I can't get Blue Moon. Yeah. Okay. Because this is that's what happened to me that at National sense. at National Park. I wanted a Blue Moon. All they had was shock top. Had a shock top. Happened at Sloan Park last week. I'm gonna do as much research into this as you are <laughs> into DeChambeau. Matt, can you do some research and figure out what? Chase Field has I because I swear I've seen I might be getting I mean, it mixed up because I know they have it at Coors. I know for a fact they have Blue Moon because I'm pretty okay. sure Blue Moon is a Coors as a Coors brand. I think so. Yeah, and it's a Coors Stadium, which is why they have it at Coors Field. I should know this. I used to be a Blue Moon girl, like a promo girl. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. You've been a promo girl for like everyone. Everything. I'm wow. friends with an I'm heiress impressed. to the Coors family. Wow. Amanda Coors. All sorts of interesting facts related. Learning to so much about my coworkers. Wow. Um, no, sponsor. Chris saying no beers, but real lemonade from Wetzel's or there iced tea. Go. I Wetzel's love iced tea too. Lemonade. Is mm, the lemonade yeah. guy gonna yeah. be there this year? I don't know. Don't know. That's a good question. I can't remember. The lemonade, lemonade, yeah. like grandma lemonade. made. Yeah. I love that guy. So um, go get yourself a, a neat vodka and then slip it into that. Real <laughs> don't don't listen to Derek. You'll get kicked out for that. Um, okay, so after you drink your beer, and usually it takes me about four innings to drink my beer. So around the fourth inning is when I'm ready for a snack. So we picked our favorite fourth inning snacks. Sean, what did you go with for your fourth inning snack? Um, I went back and forth a lot of things, but I I'm I grew up. I've played baseball all my life. So when I'm in the baseball park, I want sunflower seeds. Oh, okay. Um, 
The only problem with them is I can't do the full experience to start spitting the, the shells everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. that's the experience, though. They're trash I mean, without sp- getting the chance to do that. <laughs> I have a spit cut. Like, At least you're considering you don't just like trash. spit your that's seeds all over people. That's disgusting. <laughs> Listen, I I just I like habit. seeds. Ranch ranch sunflower seeds specifically. Oh, um, ranch. That's okay. the best flavor. When I was a kid growing up playing softball, I mean, I had a wad in my mouth, and I there were usually ranch, and I would spit them out or spit them into a cup. And I also thought I was cool. They were great, great snack i would never as an adult go to a, a baseball game and chew seeds and seeds or seeds. big league chew big league chews also but that's not really a snack because you can't really eat it that's true well also i mean honorable mention to roasted almonds i don't know okay. i don't just dis- i disagree with that gum is a snack because the idea of a snack is to like balance out the hunger in between meals it's just like the sunflower seeds they're much better at that that you're not taking on additional calories and that, I like gum that. Gum is not a snack. Chew is calories for it's, sure. Uh, yeah. It's, I'm not saying about it's to not fight. calories, but it's gum. is gum not a snack. Gonna, oh, don't even get me. So is candy Do you guys think gum is a snack? Candy is a snack. If you're watching, let us know if you think gum is a snack. I, a, I don't I think gum is a snack. I have a degree in snackology. I can't believe I'm being questioned <laughs> right now. From where? The, the Institute of Hard Snacking. Rock? I think it's a snack in the context of baseball. Like, in the context of baseball, it's the same thing as sunflower seeds. So, like. Are you listening? It's a snack if you're a player. Like yeah. it, during a game, like, I thought this you can was have a, a brilliant snack, snack that's bigly chew that. and Thank sunflower you. seeds, but as a fan, I feel oh like Oh my it's gosh, not. you guys are on one. Um Max is asking if you're swallowing the gum dare. If you swallow Max. it, then sure, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Did anyone Did you hear? know that <laughs> oh, so now we're defining whether or not we swallow gum? the food. Gum sits in food? your stomach for like yeah. seven years yes. or something like that. Is that a real? Yeah, that's no, what I was gonna say. Did your parents tell you that? Yes, yeah. Of course. Yes. I do, yeah, I do not think that's true. Um, I think none of us know because stomach. we all believe it from what our parents told us. <laughs> um, Matt coming back with his research. Chase Field is mostly Coors products, but Four Peaks was bought by Anheuser Busch, so technically they are both. Oh, Boom. thank you, Mac, for doing that research for us. Um, Charles okay. Pike saying, <laughs> oh my God, okay, go. Folklore suggests that swallowed gum sits in your stomach for seven years before it can be digested, but this isn't true. If you yeah. swallow gum, it's true that your body can't digest it, but the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. So you just pass it. Does it go yeah. in your body? Like, d- does it just come out like a couple days later? Or does it stay in there for a while? I think it, you would. It's probably like you corn kernels. Pa- okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah the <laughs> other thing, the other thing too right is it's out. no different than like a piece of food. Like, you know, when you have like, uh, like zero calorie stuff that you're still eating. It's only zero calorie because your body can't digest it, so you just pass yeah. through it. So it's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's the same concept where you just. Yeah. Yeah. I also believed when I was little that if you swallow watermelon seeds, a watermelon will grow in your tummy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, is that not true? <laughs> Chris saying mint gum to kill bad breath is not a snack. Big Chew is a snack. Oh, I don't know. I like Chris. that distinction. I'll take. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, going back to seeds, though, uh, cracked pepper is my favorite flavor. Ooh, that's a good one. I cracked love pepper. I would just say ranch all day. And yeah, I mean, no, ranch, ranch is the good ranch. Is the yeah, good. ranch is the best. one, too, or something. Like, I feel like there was like a I spice think so. one. Yeah. yeah. There's a few different flavors. Yeah. But yeah, when I played baseball, it was, it was ranch or die. Based on all the food at Chase Field, I'm sure there's a flaming hot Cheetos covered. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Jason, uh, what is your fourth inning snack? So um, I would be probably getting another drink in addition to some sweet potato tots. You just drink the whole game. I feel you. I do the same thing. Also, I have to fight you on your order of things because I'm going beer and hot dog like off rip, like four hot dogs. All right. Well, this is a hypothetical situation. (laughs) 
Yeah, so sweet potatoes after the hot dog isn't enough yeah. to fill me up. Yeah, I've exactly never had them that. anywhere else other than Chase. The sweet potato tops? Chase special. Yeah, I didn't know I they mean, had like them. I've had them at restaurants, but not any like not at a game. They're dope. right. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really, really good. good. And better than the French fries. I love, I love sweet, sweet potatoes. potatoes. It is. You are obsessed a with sweet potatoes. In my mm. diet, it is sweet potatoes. Sweet potato pie is the best flavor of pie. Sweet potato fries over regular fries all day. Yes. Any with some honey? With some honey? You didn't honey? Or ranch? Have you had ranch on sweet potato fries? Like a chipotle aioli. Ooh. Yeah, sweet potato fries and honey though is yeah truly immaculate. Are we all team sweet potato fries? Mm. Oh, oh, I mean I dang. like them. I, I like them. I don't like, them over. They're di- they're different for me. Like I, it depends on the situation. Yeah. I'm not gonna eat them with everything because yeah. like a nice like Parmesan fry. I'm team fried plantain. Mm, yeah. Okay. Can I Ooh, team fried plantain. Oh, yes. That's okay. That's good. Um, Shout out to the church. Do you put anything on your sweet potato tots? Ketchup. Ketchup. Okay, mm. and I don't know if they probably don't have it, but if I could get some, get my hands on some sort of hot sauce, I would do that as well. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I've never had hot sauce and sweet potatoes. Right. That sounds yeah, I think that'd what? be good. A little no, no, me yeah. either. I dip anytime I have ketchup, I put the hot sauce over the, ketchup, the ketchup, kind of yeah. mix it around, and then dip. That's that makes sense. I That's fair. view ketchup and hot sauce as like one or the other. Like they feel, fulfill mm-hmm. this. I, I only I only use ketchup in very specific situations. Otherwise, it's I go always through hot sauce. a bottle of Cholula like every week. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a, hot I'm sauce a Frank's girl too. hot guy, but yes, huge hot sauce. Guy. Spicy ketchup? Have you had that? Have you yes. had just the straight up spicy yeah. ketchup? Yeah, that's really, pretty really good. good. That's My mom, but when she was pregnant with me, ate like a ton of raw cookie dough, which explains a lot, honestly. <laughs> but I'm addicted to cookie dough, and she also put hot sauce on. Everything like she had a hankering for hot sauce, so I yeah. love hot sauce and I love cookie dough all because yeah. my mom. That's me. Like, my favorite and snack sugar as a kid tomatoes. was dipping chips into hot sauce. Interesting. Yeah, I, I just okay. need to go back to the raw cookie dough thing. It, <laughs> we've confirmed now. It might be a small sample size, but if you eat raw cookie dough while pregnant, your child will love murder. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It all makes and sense. Be terrified of goats. It's all directly correlated. <laughs> um, Derek, what was your fourth inning snack? Uh, it's brand new. And I wanted really bad to go with my actual fourth inning snack, but um, Sean actually pointed out how it's never really as good. Uh, the, the the pretzels, the Wetzel's pretzels oh, are never yeah. as good at Chase Field as you want them to be or, or had them before. Like so, any sporting event. Yeah, yeah any same sporting event, event, right? Like, and Sean and I also agree we're Auntie Anne's people. Oops, yeah, don't cancel Auntie us. Anne, yeah, for sure. I'm but an Auntie Anne's girl. I just had this for the first time <laughs> and it's incredible. I couldn't believe how good it was. It's the Buffalo Chicken Sidewinders and it will be my staple. Yum. It will be my fourth uh, inning snack. Break it down for us, Eric. So What's what in we there? have is Ooh. spiraled potatoes covered in the aforementioned flaming mm. hot Cheeto dust um, covered with all sorts of uh, cheese and crema and toppings. Mm. And it's just like an amazing, it's kind of like a fully loaded tots or a fully loaded like nachos kind of in between those two things. But the the potatoes were amazing. And, and when I got to them, they were cold and I was so full that I literally couldn't stuff food <laughs> in my mouth anymore. And when I ate these, it made me regret not going to them first, and I still finished it. I had no business finishing any of these things I was trying at this point, and the, these were by far the best thing I had all day. Once again, using that promo code D-E-R. D-E-R-U-K, <laughs> and you're checking out at any So they've never had them Field. at Chase Field before? They haven't. They have had the um, Sidewinders before, but they've never had them like this. Like okay. These are covered in chicken and yeah. cheese and toppings, and most importantly, there is a lot of 
uh, stuff covered in flaming hot Cheeto dust this year. I'm for it. Yeah, Spicy it's great. Yeah. Um, they look like a heart attack in a small, compact form, though. That's exactly what we're looking Even for. More. Here. Yeah, uh, the, clog the, my arteries. It was interesting to hear because we've <laughs> gone two years without them having this crazy new food, right? Yeah, and that was. <laughs> I mean, it was even jokes there for a while that they like, oh, the Diamondbacks are more worried about like the new food items than actually going out and picking up players. Uh, and now they're back to that, uh, which is still unfortunately the case about the players thing. Uh, it's just nice to see them doing this because that, you know, I, I joked, but that Chase Field seems like a a uh, like mall that's half closed at times when you went to it. Yeah. So now to see all of the new food additions and to have this kind of stuff back, there's just life to that place again, even if it's not going to be very extremely full of people at times. Chris saying I have a date with that tomorrow. She's heading straight for mm -hmm. the Sidewinder Tots once you get for, What is it? Sidewinder? It's uh, si Buffalo Chicken Sidewinders. Sidewinders yep. is what they call the potatoes. Okay. I actually thought it was going to be a sandwich when I first read about That's it. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, mine is a classic. I am a routine type of person, so I don't think I've changed my ballpark routine in a couple years. And mine is a soft pretzel with cheese because I think soft pretzels are elite. They are the best stadium food ever. I will go on record saying that and I will die on that hill. I There's nothing better than salty, buttery bread and cheese. I'm sorry. That's like my two main food groups. So my fourth inning snack will forever and always be a soft pretzel and cheese. I only like pretzels if it's from Auntie Anne's or, or Wetzel's Pretzels. Really? You don't you like the ones the book? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I actually have some of the lowest standards of food that you will ever experience. <laughs> and I think everything is good. So when I like try to act like, oh, something's not good. The fact of the matter is I'm like eating it all and licking my fingers. Like there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing that I won't eat. Amen. Yeah, I love yeah. cheese. Yeah. And yes, I love food, too. I'm the same way. I'm just I'm just so critical now of uh, because I, I I'm can't stop from gaining weight no matter what I eat of like the calories that I that I intake being actually like good food so I'll I'll get really disappointed when I'm in the middle of something that I'm like man I can't believe this yes. burger isn't better because I'm mm. wasting all this calorie on it chomp, like, chomp, 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 chomp. like yeah. I'm not gonna stop eating it I'm <laughs> yeah. still eating the thing but I'm just the same disappointed perspective. yeah, yeah. Culver's pretzel bites are legit, says Chris. I've never tried them before. Max's um, take is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Max, you you, if you don't have, if cheese. you just eat soft pretzel, that's mean? so skip weird. The cheese. You have to have some condiment. I would, I would skip the pretzel before I skip the cheese. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll just I would start scooping cheese with two fingers <laughs> out of the <laughs> I also put yeah. mustard on my soft pretzel Ooh, sometimes. I, yeah, no, I like that. I don't, I can't. I love I mustard. I'm a huge what? mustard no. guy. Yes. I love mustard. Mustard and pretzels. <laughs> yeah, so good. We're just we're just killing Jacob right now. I know our producer is dying myself. of hunger I'm, behind I'm the so computer. Right now. Two o'clock. Um, I might break into the stadium and build myself. Um. Okay. Before we get to our seventh inning stretch hot dog, we are going to take a bit of a seventh inning stretch break because I got to tell you about our guy, you guys, about our brand new partner, which I'm so so excited about. OG's Brands. They have a new partner in the house, and we're super excited to welcome them into the PHNX family. OG's is one of America's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavors life journey. The quality of their products stem from the combination of accurate dosing and an amazing flavor. Edibles are not a one-size-fit-all product, which is why OG's is proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. Their motto is flavoring life and that's something we can all get behind i've had their indica orange creamsicle gummies 
I take them before, like an hour before I want to go to bed. Knockout. I've had, I've done it two nights in a row now, including last night, and in the best sleep of my life. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, huh, I didn't wake up once last night, feeling so well rested. So and the orange creamsicle flavor, oh, I was gonna so say, good. I might need to call somebody and have them make me some with no THC in it because I could eat an entire bag of those because of how good yeah. they taste. Yeah. Oh my God. I would crush an entire bag of them if it didn't. <laughs> THC in them I would be high out of my mind but no you guys you have to check out check out OG's brand gummies the orange creamsicle flavors are my favorite have you tried any of them yet yeah I really like the orange creamsicle but I've yeah I've tried them all they've got let's tropical they've got tropical flavors that include guava strawberry kiwi raspberry Mm. orange and pina colada I mean you guys they're so good so check them out um and they they really are I think that's the biggest thing like with gummies and edibles in general you can get a really strong flavor in there that like doesn't make it uh, desirable to eat, right? Yeah, but you just kind of choke it down. These are, like you said, these these are so good that I mean, they they easily could be something you eat yeah. uh, for for just eating purposes without having THC in it. Just a little snack. But you're not little getting those. Snack. <laughs> um, uh, like I said, and two, if you like the orange dreamsicle one, you can take them before you sleep and you just knock out for and sure. have the best sleep of your life. If you're interested in trying these amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. And don't forget to come to our watch party at the Ainsworth tomorrow for opening day. We're super excited. The action starts at 3 p.m. Derek and I will be there broadcasting for a pregame and a postgame show. We'll have a new exclusive shirt drop. You guys, the shirt is so, so sick i'm so excited for this and um uh, we will also have some hats available to buy uh derek and i are wearing our hats today i've got the dad hat on which is an absolute classic it's my favorite style which is also like a baseball hat i guess little dad hat derek what hat do you have on the trucker hat hat with the mesh back yes it's perfect for phoenix and the summertime yes you have to have a hat when you go to a baseball game so you might as well get a phnx one wrap our brand our brand we're super excited about these if you go to the phnx next locker you can pick up your hat there if you come to the watch party you can pick up our new t-shirt there or you can go to gophnx.com and sign up to be a member if you become an annual member you get a free shirt um as you can see behind us we have some great designs we've got our uh deep book in the sunset one our cardinals one and then our original diamondback shirt right here or you could sign up for your first month for only 50 cents you get exclusive content exclusive written content derek's going to be writing articles all season long about the diamondbacks we have a members only discord where you can chat with us anytime you want and uh it's just a family we like to hang out we love to be uh, together so join the phnx family at gophnx.com all right let's get into our seventh inning hot dogs yes Sean, what do you put on your hot dog? Before, wait, actually, before you talk, <laughs> I judge a person based on their hot dog. So okay. this is going to be really revealing. Okay. So, <laughs> I didn't know we were doing this. This is going to be very revealing about all of you, because if any of you put only ketchup on your hot dogs, we cannot be friends, because that I mean, is what serial killers do. <laughs> ketchup on only ketchup on a hot would dog? would make you a great friend with them. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is, the, I, I, could eat, I, could eat, I could definitely eat one. They're good, but also just live better life like live more do a little more than just put ketchup on a hot dog right yeah um, there's so many things you put on so it. like i said earlier i'm a big value dog guy so when i'm getting the value dog i'm just th- i'm throwing ketchup mustard relish onions on it but if i can have any kind of hot dog i'm going chili cheese dog okay um it's just especially if you get like the fresh shredded cheese on there throw mm-hmm. some onions on there yep. it's it's chili cheese dog is just amazing that's i feel like people need to get more adventurous with their hot dogs it's a vehicle to put so many good things on it it's just 
mm, I, I could eat like f- <laughs> four to ten chili cheese togs in one sitting, uh, depending on the size of the hot dog. This what? Is- I, this is like a, a game show now because when you're 10, I mean, like 10, I mean, there's a part of me that wants to go, okay, prove it. I want to see that happen. I right could now. definitely sit down and eat. Guys, I'm really self aware. I'm like really <laughs> self aware. 10 hot dogs. I'm being, I was Four being sarcastic. And a half. No, I could seriously, like, if, if we're talking like just the value dogs with the ketchup and mustard on it, I could eat six or seven of those at a game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easily. Yeah. Mm, um, a, chili, really a chili cheese dog. I'd probably max out about three or four because it's got a lot on yeah. it. Yeah. Chili cheese dog is probably my second favorite. Really quickly, um, Chris asking, D-Line killed it on the hats. Yes, he did. Shout out to our designer, Eric. Always amazing. What payment methods are there for the shirt tomorrow? Definitely cash. I know we'll... I think cash is going to be preferred. We may have our credit card system there, but I cannot confirm or deny that. So bring cash just to be sure, because we'll definitely be accepting cash. I'm not too sure if we'll have our credit card system or not, but we will be accepting cash uh, for the new shirts. And okay, Cheerson, what are you putting on your hot dog? Well, we all know how I feel about emulsified meat. (laughs) Do we? How do you feel about emulsified meat? Have we We talked about this? Yeah. We well, the first time we talked about it, Michaela, you were not here, but we talked about it again on a different show. Um, I think hot dogs are absolutely delicious. I also think that they are not good for you. So <laughs> mm. um, I don't feel strongly about them anymore in terms of like health, but none of this is On opening day Eve, you're going to no, drop this bombshell. Well, on I mean, but, here, but here's the thing. I would eat a hot dog. Like if it was like, okay, I haven't had a hot dog in a year, I'll have one. Okay. So this is my one hot dog. I would put on jalapenos, mm. no doubt. No doubt jalapenos, relish, mm. onions, ketchup, and that's it. No mustard. Yeah, I, I'm no mustard. No mustard. Add mustard on there, and you got me. The jalapeno is a great touch. Yeah, I'm down with the jalapenos and the onions, but I'm not a relish person. I think relish people because our relish. producer Jacob is also and uh, he doesn't like pickles. Again, kind of coward. Just eat pickles. How do you not like pickles? You, oh, so you like pickles? You just don't like relish? Yeah, it's pickles. It's literally just pickles. Yeah, but though. I don't like. Uh, it's but like it's, a texture. It's, are you talking about oh. dill pi- or dill relish or, or sweet relish? I'll eat right? either. I'm a sweet person. Oh, though, sweet for sure. Yeah, I think if you're a dill person, again, you're just boring. You're a dill person, aren't you? I don't like pickles or dill relish or any of that, to be honest. Well, I really want a hot dog now. I have not had one in a... So do I. My mouth is I don't even know the last time I've had a hot dog. And you know the most depressing part about this is what is my lunch? A salad. Like, I don't get to have any of this fun, good stuff. I'm going to eat a salad after this. Oh, that's okay. I'll join you. I love salads. (laughs) Um... Chris is going dill relish. Sweet, sweet pickles are Satan. I hate mm. sweet pickles. I think this is probably what? the first time I've ever disagreed with Chris. Um, <laughs> Charles saying ketchup and mustard relish if they have it. That's a classic. Emma saying I feel so no. attacked for my hot dog preferences now. Emma, if you put just ketchup on your hot dog, you he, need to leave. Charles Woodall Pike <laughs> says here that. The- oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Talk about a Plain hot dog. Our intern Emma eats nothing on her hot dog. I don't feel comfortable being in this room alone. Right right are, are, are we sure the door is unlocked? Like, are we going to be allowed to? What leave? other things you do you eat? Plain? Oh my god, that is disgusting. Do you put toppings on hamburgers, or do you eat them plain too? Stopping on it. I would open rather it, have Jacob, a burger. Open the door and push her out. Door out in the hallway. I would literally have just meat and bread before I had meat, bread, and lettuce. That's terrible. <laughs> Emma, we need to have a talk. No, it doesn't make it. No, it doesn't make it. No, absolutely not. No. Nope. 
Everything no. needs a condiment no. on it. Everything, everything, everything has yeah. to have a condiment on it. I don't know. I don't. I have not had a hot dog good enough to stand on its own. Tristan <laughs> and I are condiment life, gals. So. We like to drown everything, drown everything, everything in yes. condiments. Yes. That's, yes. that's what they're for. Hot dogs, burgers, they're literally a vehicle for the toppings. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Same with salad. The yeah, lettuce no, is pointless yeah. unless it, you The lettuce is literally just a vehicle. I don't vehicle. know if it's a vehicle. They all, they all work together. The cheeseburger well, yeah. and its yeah. no, components come together yeah. as a family. But it's not. It's pointless. <laughs> I'm not eating a plain burger. Yeah, yeah Emma's, no, me Emma's either. Out of here. Um, Emma's Ubering to Buffalo. Good. Bye. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say. I was like, no, I thought you were it's, it's talking trash about Buffalo. Um, like, Derek, what are you getting on your hot dog? Um, I am getting grilled bacon, pico de gallo, ranch style beans, and mayo, also known as the Sonoran dog, the best hot dog that you can get at Chase Field. Y'all are going to hands down. Just so well, I saw this on your list, Derek, and I was like having this conversation in my head. Like that's, this is such an Arizona thing. I'm like in my head, this is all in my head. I'm like, what does Fenway have clam chowder? And then I was like, does it? And it does. It does. Yes. Yes. Lobster rolls and <laughs> yes. clam chowder. Yes. Also have Fenway <laughs> yep. You're, yep. Also in San Francisco, they have lobster rolls and they're incredible. That's awesome. But, uh, Chicago, yeah. Chicago dogs. There's just there's something about the Sonoran dog. I mean, it's mm. it, it's it, I even feel like the hot dog itself at the particular stand you get it at at Chase Field is better just the hot dog than anywhere else. But uh, I, I think it's been the lack of like having these dogs with like great toppings on it. And the Diamondbacks are coming strong with that this year. Uh, there's so many different chili dogs. Like there's so many things that come with chili on it. So mm. they're just that Talk between that later. and the <laughs> and, and the, and the <laughs> Cheeto dust, man, things are getting, the things Cheeto are popping. But just, the first game I go to this year, I'm going to go full like Squidward when he discovers Krabby Patties, yeah. like, and just explode. Yeah, yes. just eat everything. Yes. I, yeah. I think like bacon wrapped hot dogs can tend to be a little bit overrated at times because it just becomes the a thing. Like yeah. if you don't really taste the bacon as much. I can't do on it. it. But yeah. man, they just they nail it. They could never perfectly. understood it's why really good. everything has to be wrapped in bacon. Like bacon, bacon on its own. Bacon makes fine. everything yeah. better. No, the only thing I like is bacon wrapped jalapenos. That's Ooh. about it. Bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. cream cheese. Yeah, those are good. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Ba- uh, a hot dog with mac and cheese and bacon on it, flawless. Yeah, that's throw some, that would throw be good. Throw some Fruit Loops on it too. Wait, what did you just say? Immaculate. What did you just you say? Said throw the flu- th- Fruit Loops on, on what? It? On a hot dog with mac and cheese and bacon. No, stop. No. That, that Actually, is- no, I don't like hot dogs in my mac and cheese. I thought that was awful as a kid. If there was no. ever hot dogs in my mac and cheese, I would. Oh, I would die. like and dip mac- it into the mac and cheese and like eat it. Can we address mac and cheese is not a good topping for anything? By the way, false. No, false. false. No. Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. The oh. mac burger at the Ainsworth. No. Getting yeah, one on opening day. has flawless. so many mac and cheese dishes that are to die for. They got I feel mac like and I'm cheese fries, the place mac and cheese opening burger. Day. Oh, I just I don't like it on stuff because it's a. I guess I I assess it as like a ballpark thing is what I'm thinking of. Whenever they because they do have at Chase Field all these crazy hot dogs and stuff. And the one thing I don't think that they equate is that you're going to be sitting at your seat eating it in your lap. And that's something I think everybody mm. needs to take into consideration. Yeah. When Charles Little Pike saying mac and cheese is such a good topping. Thank I, you, Charles. No, I literally like I lived off mac and cheese in college. Mac like, and cheese all, and ketchup. All, uh, don't even... It's just more pasta. <laughs> just on, it's pasta on top of a I'm telling burger. you, everything has to sense. have a condiment. Everything has to have a condiment, yeah, mac and cheese sauce. included. Mac and cheese... Hot, hot sauce and hot ketchup sauce yes. and mac and black cheese pepper. And Did you say ketchup oh. in your mac and cheese? Yes. That's literally That's like something four-year-olds do. No, it's not. <laughs> there are plenty of Canadians that also put ketchup on the mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because that's that's going to... 
I'm Canadian at heart. Directly to a region to back you up. Um, Giselle saying, yes, Derek, the snoring hot dog is chef's kiss. Um, Okay, so I put, um, I would have gone with the chili cheese dog if Sean hadn't already taken it because I do love chili cheese hot dogs. But the other go-to that I constantly, my other favorite is straight up just mustard on my hot dog. And yes, that is a real oh. picture oh. of a mustard on hot dog that I took at Coors Field oh at a baseball Wait, game. Wait, you're judging people for having just ketchup, That's, but you have just that mustard? Looks, just, that looks, just mustard is acceptable. That's the worst mustard you've ever had. so much mustard Just mustard that. is ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that. That was more mustard than it was hot dog. <laughs> That's I the way you're supposed to that. eat it. You drown, you drown everything yes. in condiments. The amount, the amount of condiments is perfect <laughs> just <laughs> mustard is acceptable just Emma needs to stay out of the criminal. comments because uh, Emma needs to stay out of the comments because yeah, just yeah, mustard yeah. is better than nothing I mean, yeah, yeah Emma shut but up <laughs> also I'm choosing just ketchup before I choose just no, mustard just I love mustard, mustard. Uh, mm-hmm. Mustard is the only only mustard is the best most elite way to eat a hot dog. If you put ketchup anywhere true. on your hot dog, you are. If insane. we're talking about ketchup and mustard, I put both on my hot yes. dog, and I put an equal amount of both. Just Same. mustard. That's, that's it. I don't know what Charles is saying or what point was he saying is valid, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's it's Michaela's mustard related. Worst. Probably saying that. Yeah, worst day. <laughs> <laughs> no, mustard on hot dog. Okay, you guys, stop. It's so good. The mustard Just is the most elite condiment. She went from saying ketchup on ketchup is on, disgusting on hot dogs. Yeah. It's mustard like a is sweet, the, not the most elite condiment. How do you I put a sweet? Say that. How do you put a sweet tomato soup on a hot dog and think that it tastes good? Oh. <laughs> First mustard off, is spicy. Not tomato soup. What are we talking about? Mommy, I have lost. Okay, Miss so Marlene, who the show is dedicated to, ate hot dogs with just mustard. Right, so oh, that just fine. shut up everybody's argument. Yeah. It's the most elite way to eat a hot dog. That was a Rocky it, Dog it, it, in the picture, by the way. I love Rocky Dogs. They're foot long hot dogs. Um, sorry, I just started World War Three over my hot dog take. But if you're going to eat a hot dog, mustard is the only way to eat it. So. No, you, well, first off, if we're going like, you need to put all the condiments on it. The one thing about I love relish, but the one thing about relish is it's incredibly hard to apply unless you have the jar and a spoon. Because when you get the little pack, it's not. But you need mustard and ketchup, I think. I now, think that Michaela needs to go give Emma a ride home, and both of you need to. Go. <laughs> yeah, split the Uber. Come yeah, on, Emma. We're going to split the Uber. Split hot dog. You can have all the mustard. Um, she can have all right, let's round things out with our home run desserts. I'm excited for this one because I get the same dessert every game. You guys are probably noticing a theme here. I stick to my ways. Sean, what is your home run dessert that you end off your ball game experience with? There's about 80 different ways I could go with this, and I'm not going to ruin it, but yours was one I considered. Terrific choice. But I had to go classic. Okay. Ice cream and a mini helmet. Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. there's nothing yeah. more was, baseball. That was my yeah. favorite choice on anybody's list, anyway, it's, by it's the way. It's flawless. It's and also, for the record, Vanilla with rainbow sprinkles is the best form of ice cream. No, Softer wrong. vanilla with rainbow sprinkles mm-hmm. is the best form of ice cream, and it's literally not a conversation I'm willing to have. Well, I don't know why you worst. start off with saying something so smart and then end with something no, so I'm talking, stupid. But, I'm talking I mean, when you're looking at like a, just a – you got the helmet and then a <laughs> vanilla ice cream and the sprinkles. It's a beautiful picture. Vanilla I'm not ice saying cream it's is not disgusting. beautiful, but sprinkles don't are eat. not a good topping. They sprinkles, don't taste good. Sprinkles no, are great. sprinkles are great. No. They're just a Chocolate little bit ice cream. I don't like chocolate, and I'm willing to admit that that's weird. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend that – caramel? Oh, yeah. Caramel's flawless. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, by side note, my friend had a take, like a hot food take, dipping chicken nuggets in caramel. Yeah. Love it. That's a, Love it. Ew. Chicken and waffles. Just and you're chicken talking waffles. crap about it's, my mac no, and cheese and a, ketchup? That's a Wendy's. That's created at Wendy's, and that is a valid yeah. take. You but, can dip anything um, in a Frosty, and it's the, good. Oh, yeah. The mini helmet, A, it's a built-in souvenir. 
Um, it's true. And I have when, a few of where, them. Back home in the little village that I lived in, the Dairy Queen there. The village? The, it, I lived in the village <laughs> of Hamburg, a yeah. suburb of Buffalo. Well, I lived in the town of Hamburg, and there was a village inside of that, and my grandma lived there, and I went to the Dairy Queen there. Irrelevant. But they Ups- always had... <laughs> Upstate New York's weird. Anyway, it is weird. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, they had, they always had mini helmets that you can get your Dairy Queen in, and they would just have random MLB yep. teams. Yep. So it, it was. Did you collect all thirty like I did? I they never I did had all thirty. Yeah. Plus, I hate the Yankees, so I would refuse uh, to use the Yankees ones. Um, but otherwise, it's just you're eating out of a helmet. That's awesome. <laughs> like it's so cool. <laughs> like there's not much. I know it's so true. I have a, a few at my desk from the ballparks I've been to. I use them as souvenirs too. Yeah, I made it a point to try to collect all the teams in Puerto Rico when I lived there in 1997. Oh, nice. And the funny thing about it was, one day I went in and they were like, "Oh, we got a new one," and it was the Diamondbacks. And I hadn't oh, even seen nice. like I hadn't even seen a piece of Diamondbacks Ew. merchandise up to that point. And they had the Diamondbacks and the Devil Rays, and uh, yeah. You guys want to know the most elite ice cream helmet I've ever had in my life. I hate admitting it because it's at Dodger Stadium, which is blit. But at Dodger Stadium, they put, um, oh, shoot. What is that? At Disneyland? Dole Whip? Yeah, they put Dole Whip. They put Dole Whip in a Dodger helmet and then they stick churros in the Dole Whip. It was life changing. I died and went to heaven on spot. It was so good. Hands down, one of the best things I've ever had at a ballpark was the Dole Whip churro helmet. Dole Whip is flawless. Churros flawless. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. My two favorite things in a helmet. That is just a perfect mix. Yeah, no. It was incredible. It sucks that the Dodgers have it because. I hate the Dodgers, but whatever. The, by the way, the thing that makes Animal Kingdom the best Disneyland park is you can get a Dole Whip with rum in it. Ooh, so that's why it makes Epcot's Animal Kingdom the, the best, best Disney World park. But. I love Epcot. Something Derek would say. I, knew, <laughs> I could feel you judging me as the words came out of my mouth. Tristan, what oh, is if you your... something Derek would say, drinking around the world at Epcot. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Greatest experience ever. Greatest yeah, experience. Tristan, what long. is your home it run is. dessert? Um, I'm just. I have to say something. I would. I don't get dessert at games. I go for beer and food. Okay, you only yeah, have so valid. you only yeah. have like so much room in your stomach, and I would rather have another beer than end it with dessert. And so I normally am never eating. Takes. I'm never <laughs> eating dessert at a game ever. Um, hmm. But ever, you're just f- wholeheartedly swearing. No, I'm just on. not just doing it. No, wow. no, hmm. I don't have room. It's, there's it. no room. Uh, there's always room. <laughs> yeah. And uh, always room. but. For the sake of this, um, I thought a chocolate milkshake sounded really good. So there you go. That's what I'm going with. Hey, they have some amazing milkshakes at Chase Field too, by the way. Again, uh, yeah. use promo code DER <laughs> to get twenty percent off. Milkshakes are the best form of ice cream. Yeah, yep. they're great. They're so good. I love, vanilla I love a good milkshake. Vanilla malt. No, ew. Vanilla is awful. It's Vanilla's so not boring. Bad. There's nothing that upsets me more. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna stop <laughs> before I get triggered. <laughs> All right, Derek. What is your home run dessert? My home run dessert's the churro dog. Of course, it's, it's a classic. Of course. I mean, and have you it's, had that? Yes, I've had it several times. As a matter of fact, wow. Producer new, Jacob giving a thumbs down. New addition to the PHNX family, Bo Brack and I, at one time had a race to see who could eat three churro dogs oh, fastest. Oh. Which one of you threw Ooh, up I don't know about that. Uh, I believe it was Bo. <laughs> and Wait, I Jacob, won. can you explain why you're giving a thumbs down to I'm, the churro go dog? Go ahead, give it up, Jacob, and then I'm going to tell you how you need to properly eat a churro dog. Like, if it wants to work, there it is. Sean uh, heard my reasoning earlier. It makes sense. You put ice cream on top of the churro and the donut. The churro then gets hard. It is no longer a warm churro, which he is makes absolutely it gross. Absolutely correct. And then the donut gets dry. He, 
Hey, and the ice cream? And soggy. Melts. It melts. Into it a puddle not of mess. in an elite huh. dessert. So then it how do you fix it? It is. No. Here's how you fix it, Jacob. When you go to the stand, you say, churro on the side. I'll have the churro on the side. And I think in some cases they're even starting to like make a little like give you the same little churro like uh, like holder that they give you if you're just getting a churro plain. Right. So then you can either eat it separately, which is amazing, or you wait till you get to your seat. If you eat it quickly, the problem is you're not eating it at the churro dog stand. You're not standing there after you get it. You're eating it. You're walking back to your seat. And you know how that is. The usher's going to hassle you about the ticket. You got to pull your phone out, show them. You got to get this. You're going to sit down. You're going to watch a little bit of the game before you sink your. Yeah. And at that point, it's already gone. It's too late. You can't, it can't be that long. It's a very quick process from the time that the churro enters the dog until it's ruined. I prefer to enjoy my food. So I'm telling you how to enjoy it. it. I'm telling you to <laughs> remove the churro from it and then eat it at your. You know, I feel like then it's I two separate things. It's two separate things at that point. It's no longer the churro dog. Hey, but you paid for one, right? Don't you feel like you got a value now, Jacob? Come on. Think think, think the best way you can. I'll never uh, get to enjoy it because of the chocolate eclair. Mm, no? Yeah. No, I don't like chocolate, so I can't do it. Uh, okay. Such a weirdo. I know. It's weird. I, I, and that's a full hand. You talk about my self-awareness. I'm fully aware. <laughs> I, I cannot eat chocolate, and it is weird. I wish I could, but. Tristan, are you going to say something? No. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> um, mine is a classic, and it's just one third of this churro dog situation. I just go with a plain churro. Churros Such are elite. Choice. Here again is a actual churro that I ate at the baseball game. You guys are noticing actual churro. A real one. <laughs> it's a real one. A real churro that I <laughs> ate at the, the baseball game. <laughs> um, ooh, besides the lemonade guy, isn't there a guy that goes churro? Yes. <laughs> I can't roll my eyes. There arms. is. You can't. Well, that's sad. <laughs> Sorry for <laughs> headphone users. <Sorry. laughs> No, do it again. Uh, that wasn't me really trying. Do it again. I said. <laughs> oh, no. Cheerson's uh, laughing. Oh, it just ruined the show. Oh, oh man. Well, uh, well, I said. I, I, I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, well. Everybody's oh my god, dying. that was amazing. Um, <laughs> tears in both my oh eyes my god, and Max. So oh my god. god. But she, uh, she's not wrong. The oh no. churro guy, Chase Field, is right up there with the lemonade oh my god. guy. Yeah, there, oh his ability geez. to not only roll his R's, but to scream it as loudly as he can. Is, uh, oh my god, I'm dying. It, yeah, so we have the lemonade guy at Chase Field, and then the guy yep. um, <laughs> who I love. I always get a churro at every baseball game. I like how it's different every time. Yeah, you roll so hard in a different way. One more time. time. One more time. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. And me oh actually trying God. is like a... I'm done. <laughs> what? That's me trying to roll my R's. I just can't do it. Can you guys do it? Churro. Churro. Okay. It's just, it's just Sean that can't. Ashley, did you know it's genetic? It's a genetic thing. Interesting. Yeah. So you're genetically weird. Your parents screwed you. Sorry. You're wow. like eating your own tears. Oh, that was, that was very elitist. I'm crying. Okay. Says so, the yes. That um, was fed on the Good lord. Yeah. That explains everything. Um, churros are elite. That's my go to, as you can tell by all the I pictures that I uh, put in my slides. Uh, I'm a traditionalist, I stick with my routine. Yeah. Churros I'm are like so a top excited. tier dessert, regardless of the situation. Oh, yeah. Anything Anywhere. that's coated in cinnamon, 
elite. Mm-hmm. I went to Disney World, or just sorry, Disneyland Flawless. in yeah. California, and I set a record. My personal record for uh, amount of churrasine in a day is at 12. Did you eat the flavored yeah. ones, like the pineapple no, ones? Just classic. Like yeah, classic. No, 12 churros. Wow. I spent over $100 on churros. That's why Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> is the best cereal. <laughs> Churros, like anything coated in cinnamon sugar. Yeah, mm. so good. Churros are my favorite thing ever. At hundred dollars on churros. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I that, I missed that. Yeah. I spent over a hundred dollars on churros that in Disneyland. Dole whips are right Unacceptable. there. Unacceptable. I'm sorry. I love churros so much. They're so good. And also, my mom paid for my ticket, so I had money to spend <laughs> on churros. All right. I don't regret anything. I would do it again. Um, well, I'm excited for opening day. I hope this made you guys excited for opening day. So I'm just so happy baseball's back. Baseball is elite. It's the best sport, and I'm so excited to sit inside Chase Field with all of my food and get fat all all baseball yes. season and watch baseball. I'm so I'm super pumped, it's- and it's tomorrow. Yeah, well, it's a long season, so that's the reason why you can't go out to uh, half of the games and and eat all the time. But, uh, like, I I don't know. I think that the changes that they made make it fun. Uh, You have, obviously, all the traditional stuff. Like, when you brought up the mini uh, Sunday and the ice cream helmet, the one thing I can think of is that probably started as a promotion somewhere, but now it's just a universally beloved, like, item that you can get at every ballpark everywhere. So... You know, same thing with like churros and other things. It's it's becoming all part of it. But I, I love the food. I love the pageantry. I, I think the one thing that's funny about baseball is how quickly uh, people kind of get over it when it comes to like, oh, the season's here. Opening day is here. Cool. And then people kind of are ready to like not move here. on. And not, not on this yeah, podcast. We're excited <laughs> for baseball. A message for the baseball haters. You don't have to like baseball to enjoy going to a baseball game. That's such like, a great point. It is it is the best live like just no enjoy like not not <laughs> the sport. No. Like when I go to like if I'm watching a baseball game on TV, I'm watching a baseball game. If I'm at a baseball game, I pay very little attention to the actual sport. Yeah, like absolutely. I'm just there for the vibes, the yeah. sounds, the music, the smells. It's just unbelievable. It's an unmatched experience. I'm super excited for opening day. And as a reminder, one more time, we have our opening day watch party tomorrow. Please RSVP. Come hang out with us. You can RSVP using the link uh, on our Twitter account at PHNX underscore sports or at PHNX underscore Diamondbacks. We're super excited for opening day. We're super excited to see you in person. Come hang out with us. Come take pictures with us. We'll have our new shirt there. Derek and I will be broadcasting live. So it's going to be a great day. And we're going to kick off opening day the right way. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for commenting and for playing along with us. You are the absolute best. We appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the like button and go subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's baseball season, guys. We'll see you next week. Team Marley.